Welcome back to Dobby the Scapegoat. Today, we'll be chatting with Catherine Blanford and Lace Larrabee, the ladies from Cheaties Podcast. We'll be discussing the controversial work-wife-work-husband relationship and a new workplace creature to beware, the work mother. We're also going to talk about how us ladies will do just about anything to get a compliment. And Lace introduces me to the brilliant but bittersweet concept that she calls the rage gap. For all of you that have been keeping up with my personal journey getting out of a toxic workplace, you're really gonna love the rage gap. Prepare yourself, it hits a little on the nose. But before we get into all of that, I gotta give a shout out to our episode sponsors. Big thanks to Cozy Earth for making the last few weeks so easy breezy for me. Do you have a hyper-focused outfit? Well, maybe you should. I recently learned that many U.S. presidents tend to wear the same outfit every day to prevent decision fatigue. That way they stay energized throughout the day for the bigger obstacles. You know, the life or death stuff. Has that ever happened to you? You spend so much time trying to find the right fabrics that don't itch, trying to make everything match. I would spend way too much time out of my morning, and I would even have reoccurring nightmares (laughs) where I could not pick out an outfit and I ended up hours late for events. So knowing this little tidbit about some of the most successful people in the world and recognizing how clothes have such a huge impact on my symptoms of ADHD, I realized that this would actually be super helpful to do in my own life. So Blair and I want to give a shout out to Cozy Earth and say thanks for being our current hyper-focus and hustle outfit. We are styling in our super soft, super breathable, no itchy tags, no pilly fabric, our bamboo joggers and our tops from Cozy Earth. Now we feel and look like a little snack, whether we're working from home or we're taking our business to the streets. These comfy, cozy joggers and tops can keep you looking good and hustling from daytime to nighttime. And right now, you can save 40% while you're shopping at CozyEarth.com by using the promo code DAVI at checkout. Get yourself a hyper-focus outfit from Cozy Earth like I did and just watch how much more productive you get. And speaking of being productive, you should see all the work I'm getting done taking my AG1 supplement every morning. Just a little scoop of AG1 and 12 ounces of water right before breakfast and I've started my day. It's daily nutrients and long-term gut health and it's way more than just greens. These are key health products like multivitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, and much more. It's all working together as one within your body, and it's helping your gut and your whole body thrive throughout the day. When I find a product where I wouldn't change a thing, I get really excited about it, and I want you guys to get excited about it too. One of my favorite parts about AG1 by Athletic Greens is they're a climate-neutral certified company. That means they're a fully carbon-neutral business. Athletic Greens believes that good nutrition should be available to all, so for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious foods to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. So you can get over 75 super high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients that will deliver benefits for your mood, your immune system, your sleep support, your energy, and now... It'll make you feel all warm and fuzzy because you get nutritious foods to kids in need. If you want to take ownership of your health and feel really good about yourself today, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com Davi. That's athleticgreens.com Davi. And our last but certainly not least sponsor, our friends at Revision Design and Renovation for all of your flooring, kitchen, bathroom, basement, and renovation needs. 
We're getting new carpet in our upstairs. We're getting new LVP flooring in our office. Revision Design and Renovation has been an amazing sponsor for us here at Dobby the Scapegoat. The whole company was born by coming out of a toxic workplace and starting their own business. And now here they are in our homes all throughout Georgia, revamping our space and enhancing our lifestyles. Big congratulations to my friends at Revision for getting a brand spanking new website. Hit them up today for all of your renovation needs. Revisionpros.com and give them the code DAVI for 10% off your first project. Revision Design and Renovation. Now, you'll probably recognize these voices as the ladies from Cheaty's podcast, but you've probably seen their faces in a few places in years past. Manning the local church bake sale, working <laughs> stadium security... Might have been your surly bartender one time, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But in more recent years, you have seen these hilarious hotties on your TV. Mm-hmm. Catherine Blanford on Jimmy Fallon and Lace Larrabee on America's Got Talent. Two amazing comics with a great podcast. Ladies, go ahead and tell me, what is Cheaties? A quick bio about your podcast. We have guests call in and they tell us the stories about cheating, whether they were the cheaty, the cheater, the side piece, and we just work through the hardships of it with a lot of humor and then we our favorite part of the podcast is we hear where they're at now and how they've come out the other side and um as much as it is a a little bit of tea spilled Mm -hmm. it is also a journey of growing yeah growing getting to the other side getting out of something toxic and healing yourself and i feel like that's very in line with what with what you're doing davi well, thank you. That's Yeah, that's what I'm working on. Maybe I was a little messy at first, but <laughs> we all got to be. When you're dealing with toxic exes of all different yes. uh, mm-hmm. relationships, that, that could be, you could have a family member that you got to put some boundaries up. You could have boyfriends, girlfriends, and you could also have some workplace shenanigans happened where you're like i gotta get out of here that's right we all have had a work wife work husband before (laughs) whether that was totally plutonic or not but we know what we're talking about i actually wrote down i wanted to get the opinions of the ladies from cheaties i want to know what your thoughts are on work wives and work husbands it's probably happened to you before. Maybe you didn't realize you were in that relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you know exactly what that feels like and you're like, hell yeah, I've had a work husband before. And how do your oh, spouses yeah. feel about that? <laughs> I don't think you can survive a lot of jobs without someone like that. Someone that you know is like your ride or die at work. And it's not, yeah. and I think when people say like work husband, work wife, I mean, obviously, oh, in the podcast, we've definitely gotten mm-hmm. people who it started that way and it ended up like straight up full of blown affairs. Mm. But I think that's way more rare than just having someone that you, you get along with, whether of the same sex or not. And they're just, they're yours. You know, you can go to them to talk shit about your, your coworker, you know, you can talk right. about your boss, you know, they've, they've got your back, you've got an alibi in them. <laughs> and it's just someone to survive the day. But yeah, mm-hmm. I had that in every single, I think almost every job that I had, yeah. I had one of those for sure. We, we Probably work wives. Oh, I have, yeah. I've had work wives at every single job easily. Yeah, well, You go to the bathroom and talk, text them mm-hmm. talking yeah. shit about your cubicle mate. Yeah. I think as far as like, on our side of cheaties, we have had those relationships, but I think usually it's more just somebody at work that you 
it's your it's your shoulder to lean on it's your shoulder to laugh and cry with and everybody else as long as if you are coming home or your significant other is coming home and talking about their work wife work husband right. whatever else you're like yeah that's totally yeah get, go for it have at it you need that person if it's somebody <laughs> you're you're seeing a lot of emails coming through the BlackBerry from, and you don't really hear about <laughs> them through the mouth, then that's when it would be a red flag. Or, yeah, they're still texting and, and messaging, like, after hours too much. That's mm. that's definitely, yeah, that's, a, that's always a red flag. Have you ever had a work, wife, or husband relationship go south? Um, where maybe they started work wifing with someone else and you got jealous and you had to check yourself or they got too attached to you. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. Did you have I, I had a work mom Aww. who would do that to me. This I forgot about this. I, I worked at a, a an event space that was ran by a church. But it was a it was a woman who she worked at like she was doing like HR and like accounting so many jobs. But she would just she would encourage me. She'd be like she'd call me KDB and she'd be like stand up for yourself KDB. Like if that's not right, call a meeting. Let me. And I'm like okay yeah. And I'd call a meeting and then I'd get in the meeting and I'd talk and and then in the meeting she'd speak up and she'd be like I think you're attacking people a little too much. And I'm like mom the betrayal. Ma- yeah, Damn. mom would love from me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a working for a church organization though is is a lot like that. Everybody feels they have the the authority to to speak like give you advice yes. to preach to you yes. because oh, yeah. it's it's not them speaking, it's the spirit speaking yes. through, through them, them. Through, through them. them. Yes. This isn't it, yes, it's unsolicited, but God speaks to me wanted me mm-hmm. to tell you they don't yeah. understand unsolicited advice like there's very little right. self-awareness when you're too busy being self-righteous and yeah. i was gonna say there's probably not uh very good hr in a like a church organization either oh it was because it, all it the was, lines are blurred right you can't because usual job regular jobs you're not supposed to talk about religion or politics or personal life but i but how could it was you insane. not we we would have we have an event booked out for Right, so some organization that paid thousands of dollars, and then it was like it was like a mega church out in Ostel that started an event center, and like the the wife of the pastor, right? She would call and she'd be like, "My friends are coming in here this weekend," and you would just have to call the other person and take the lashing on the other phone and ruin their lives because the pastor's wife decided she wanted her friends in there. Wow! Or mm-hmm. and stay, you know, do your office hours and then stay. Uh, at night, because the children wanted to have a youth celebration, uh, spiritual what what not, and she would call on Saturday mornings at eight a.m. to be like, "Can I have more chairs here for my friends?" And but it's like it's under the roof of a church, so it's like, yeah. but it's for we're having a we're doing it for God. Yeah, and there's no there's no work hours for God. So yes. there's yeah, it's it's it, that you're reminding. See now, good lord, you forget like what a what kind of a life you've led until you start talking this stuff out. And yeah. I, now I'm remembering <laughs> when I was someone's I was someone's personal assistant, like her executive assistant, and uh, and then I was like a an assistant event manager in this space. It's in Atlanta, so somebody could figure it out real quick if mm-hmm. if I gave too many details. But um, I think that that and at first it started out as she was kind of my savior at the time I was I was getting I was between two other shitty jobs and she's like oh my god I would love to have you work for me and we were so buddy buddy at first she's older mm-hmm. 
And so I kind of had that mom like relationship with her. Like I felt like she was kind of mentoring me and, and she really liked yeah. me and she laughed at everything I said. And I, we had a good, we were chummy. And then it kind of very slowly, not very quickly went from like that kind of like, oh, this is great. This is fun. We can work together to like, I am her full time bitch. Mm, and right. it Baby was singer. just, oh, yeah, like it was nonstop. There were no hours. There, no, no, I could get a text at, at midnight needing that she needed something at 5 a.m. Like, it, and I'm like, I have a life. Like, not only do I have a life, you know, you know that I do comedy. You know that I have this other job. You know that I do all, I do not work full time. You do not pay me enough to do the things yeah. that you want me to do. And I think that, but once it's like when people tack on something like assistant, then they're like, oh, well, all rules. On call. You're on call. You're on call 24-7. It's like, no, the only reason you're allowed to be on call is if you're a doctor. If you're a surgeon, mm-hmm. you should be allowed to mm-hmm. be on call because you're making mm-hmm. so much money and you're saving lives. That is the only time, unless you need me to save your life, do you need to be interrupting me at midnight. Like, not for some mm-hmm. emails, for some stupid shit that's not even on the books until for two months away to discuss whether we need 50 chicken fingers or or. 25 chicken right. fingers like i don't like please do not bother me at home you do not pay me enough to bother me at home yeah, yeah. the the assistant job or like anything yeah. mm. in those in those fields is always the it, most abused it's assumed yeah. oh yeah it's, oh, it's, it, but it's definitely the most abused position of like here's what we need from you and it's isn't that funny though that like the least amount you're paid the more you're worked almost Yes. Oh, yeah. That was me in that that event job. I I remember, I I just remember, it was when I first got out of college, and I was 21, and it's funny, because I was not paid anything, and it was like, right, you had to do the the office hours, but then it was every night that there was an event, and every weekend. Oh, yeah. But you're young, Yep. and they know what they're doing. Oh, they They know know how much they're taking advantage of you, but you're just like, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm happy to be in charge. And I, I remember even my boss, he, he had been fired from so many other jobs and got this job. And I quickly, it's funny when you take a step back and you look back and you realize how much you're taken advantage of when you're younger and desperate. And he would gaslight the hell out of me. Out of situation. I still have voicemail saved from him when he was drunker than hell. Like calling me at midnight. Just being like, Catherine, you know, I told you not to, to, to call these people. And now they're calling me. And I have to clean up your messes. And to this 20-year-old who's working 70 hours a week. It's almost like you were his scapegoat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about yeah. that? He could, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> his, and it, because the mistakes fall on him and his company and his position. It's like not you. It's not your fault. But he needs someone. He needs someone to to take that blame. And he was yeah. Using but it's, you for it's that. very much one of those things where you think it's a great job and you just have to roll with it till you walk out of it and you go, oh, oh, you, oh, I was, I, I was so taken advantage of. You guys, you're just gonna go and pick the next. 21 year old who's mm-hmm. desperate for a job and do the same thing to them mm-hmm. you're so replaceable yep there's a whistleblower effect at a lot of different places so when you advocate for yourself when you speak up sometimes they even use people as an example like get rid of somebody to make them the scapegoat and then that mm-hmm. makes that like loyalty and that brand like stronger on the back end of firing someone so it's i know bosses that are like yeah it's always good to just fuck up somebody's life like every three years just so you your staff stays on edge and consistent Mm -hmm. with their output and it's almost 
uh, frightening how you look at it like you're manipulated in a way. You were saying scapegoat, and I think success is all about knowing who to blame. Uh, so when you become yeah. the scapegoat and you get fired, you can just like learn from that situation and move on. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. we've mentioned a lot on the show how it's just like having an ex, a toxic ex, where sometimes yeah. you go into the next relationship, you don't, don't want to go into the next workplace with those reservations and mm-hmm. the that trauma, if you will. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be too guarded. You don't want to be sub- suspicious of other bosses, of other coworkers. So how do you guys suggest when you're going into the next space and you're like trying to learn, do you stay guarded or or do you open yourself up a little bit more each time? I mean, I would say for me personally, it's like it's been more of a personal journey to put up my own boundaries or or communicate my own boundaries and to be better at communicating um, how I like to let people know kind of like, I, I guess because in my head I go, I think I never, I was afraid to speak up because I didn't want to um, bother people. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't letting them know what I was going through at the moment. And that, so sometimes I think it, it was a, a double-edged sword as, you know, you are being a little taken advantage of, but also sometimes like bosses or whoever else has so much going on, they just don't know. They just don't understand. And so I think it's a, it's, it's standing up for yourself, but also going, I actually have four projects that you've asked me to do at one time. So this deadline that you just demanded from me, uh, I, I don't know which one to do first or something, you know, like whatever it is, like that kind of thing where I, even when I remember I was, I was nanning at one point and I was kind of on call, like I had a day, time to come in, but sometimes the kids were sick or whatnot else. And I remember like it was three days in a row. I, I was going through something like I had just been cheated on and stuff with my family was going on and I had a therapy appointment. And she called me and I had to cancel the appointment and still had to pay it because, you know, it's the cancellation yeah. of the yep. day of and came in. And the next day she, I mean, she texted me. She's like, you know, our child, she doesn't really want to go to school again. So I had to cancel my therapy appointment again and pay for it. And then the third day she, Catherine. it was like, <laughs> it was a hard thing where it's like hearing like, oh, the kid doesn't want to go to school. But I had to finally be like, I know I'm technically on call all the time, but I'm, I'm, now I got to put my foot down. And she at that point was like, oh, I understand. I wish you would have told me. So it is like, what? what's the, It's. I think it's two, it's two things. It's twofold. It's yeah, because it's them, them taking advantage to, to a certain extent, but it's also us not putting up boundaries. And I, I had, I was going to put a pin in the whole, like, um, what do you learn from one place into the next and all that. But I want to. I definitely want to talk about boundaries because that's something, I mean, I'm, I'm desperately struggling with still to this day. I never could really truly figure it out at work. I still have a really hard time with that, um, in personal relationships Mm -hmm. and family relationships and all of that. And I think what happens is I've never, I never properly learned something I'm working on in therapy now, but, uh, I never really properly learned it and always felt uncomfortable to just say, hey, don't do this to me or don't talk to me like this or don't ask from, the, you know, like you've already asked for too much or mm-hmm. I, I physically can't, like I would just say yes. I would, I will just say yes at so much and then I'll just fucking explode is what'll happen. And that, and, and at so many times I've been out of my own control in so many situations because everything builds up in me and I don't know how, I, I don't, I don't know how to have 
I could have stopped it so many times or at mm-hmm. least put like little roadblocks up or, or little obstacles, but, and it's me. I mean, it all comes back to me. Like I just sometimes, well, I am always an, a, a complete and total open book at work or at, pe- mm-hmm. and then people mm-hmm. think that I'm too, um, a- approachable is not the word, but well, sometimes too, even in comedy and stuff. Like I just make myself so available yes. and so like approachable and then, and then I take on too much and then I go and then I freak out. Yes. Because that's, I never yeah. knew how to control it to begin with. Like something yeah, I've asked that's, a, a few different yeah. women while we're in this, uh, talking to different women in different stages of metamorphosis of business. And that's why we're talking to you guys today. I have asked all of them, what is your number one red flag in a business environment? And what is your number one red flag in yourself that you've learned to overcome? Because I think a part of bettering yourself and healing is understanding Mm -hmm. that you were not checking in with yourself. So you Mm -hmm. weren't realizing you were getting to this place of overwhelm and then it all comes crashing down and it's and it you're frustrated with the people around you for not noticing also but it, it's really like that's back on me so I've done that mm-hmm. so many times where I'm like why didn't anyone stop me you know like why wasn't anyone going hey are you good are you happy is everything okay and checking in and I'm like well I wasn't even checking in with myself and that's you weren't checking it and you probably yeah. were carrying your we're all so similar like I'm sure you were carrying yourself in a way of like I've got this mm-hmm. right because we can put ourselves together in the morning. We carry ourselves well. We we, we, we speak well. Mm-hmm. We're confident from the outside. And then people think, oh, well, you've got it. You can handle all of this, not knowing that you very much cannot. <laughs> and yes. you are yeah. breaking down on the on the other side. We but are you, brought you asked, up to be accommodating yeah. all of the yes. time. So yeah. especially yes. from little girls, it's like hug, hug this guy mm-hmm. at the cookout. And you're like, I don't really want to. And it's like. You don't have body atomic. You're, you're tiny you and you're going to have that weird uncle. And yep. it doesn't matter what your vibes are that day. You're going to do it. So we're just always like, yep. cool. Got it. So I don't need to be like bitchy and say no. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be perceived as that. That would be the worst to like right. stand up for well, myself. We're already told we're already told that we're difficult and we're crazy and and we're emotional and, and we're all this. So we're always trying to make sure that we don't look difficult or crazy. And mm-hmm. until then, we finally it does boil all up then to the top. And then, we're, then we're exactly then that. We look difficult and crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I have a bit about the rage gap, and that's what I, I'm like. It's a lot of people talk about the wage gap at work, but not the rage, rage gap, gap, which is so how how often men are allowed to get mad at work, and uh, compared to how how angry women are allowed to get. Mm, yeah, at that work. is like that's yeah, that's fun because they're look they're allowed. You can clip. just be a you can be just a dick <laughs> as mm-hmm. a dude at work, and and it, people are like, oh man, don't mess with him. He's yep. right. Yeah, he's a he's a good uh, manager. He's a, you know, and then we freak out and we're psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's even if you yeah. listen to it, it's the way that we are, how people compliment or reward us. I still hear it to this day. Is I still get one of the first things people say to me, and they go, "How how is she as a comic?" What they say is, "Oh, she never complains. She does whatever she's asked. Like she'll take whatever the bullet spot is or whatever else. Like that's the first thing." They say. Easy to work with. Instead mm-hmm. of good instead comic. of oh, she's a great comic, or or uh, she works hard, or she stands up for what she believes, or she speaks her mind. Like we, that's not what is spoken to us as what deems is pleasant for other people, mm-hmm. or what yeah. is looked at, or what people see in us um, that they that you know why why they enjoy us as people. 
Yeah, qualifications. Yeah. And, but but men like, is yeah. different. Oh, totally. It's so opposite. You they're, never. Oh, they're so brave. They're so edgy. They uh, they stand up or they ask for what they want. Da da da. This and this and this. We never hear that as something that is. Uh, that people look up to or look, you know, look for. Yeah. 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 Like you're so right about that. Like I, I, I can think to a million conversations where we're, we're discussing male or female comedians or even bookers even, I mean, it kind of goes across the thing, but it's like the, with men, it's like, Oh, so-and-so, Oh, they're funny. They're funny. Mm -hmm. And it's like with women, it's like, are they cool? Right. Mm-hmm. Are the, the, by that, much. it means like, are you easy to work with? Are you chill? Are you down for a good time? Are you, you know, it's like way less about being funny than it, because dudes will work with dudes, whether they are creeps, predators. Um, I mean, obviously that's, I mean, it's look around the, yeah. look at, mm-hmm. open up a co- comedy calendar at any comedy club and you'll be like, oh, this person is like a legit predator and yet yeah. you're working with them because you, go, you think they're funny and they're wasn't like well, we he, can wasn't he canceled no this is a yeah, sold no. out show but no i thought thing. he was canceled no yeah, it's a sold go, out show you know that thing you have an issue about with leo um <laughs> that thing um all these headliners for the month of april have a 19 year old girlfriend mm-hmm. yeah 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 exactly exactly it's yes. so insane yeah. like but you're so right like the qualifications for like what makes us good to work with or to hire us is not based on our talent but it is for men they get that automatically mm-hmm. they yeah. they Very do much. because generally they're answering to another man like generally it's a man mm-hmm. in the place of power people say you women are emotional i just watched another awful clip of a terrible person saying they, we can't be presidents. We're just too emotional. We got the time of the month. And I'm like, every day is a time of the month for men. And we don't talk about it enough. And it, Okay, yeah. sorry. Let me say some men. Because when you say men, some men listening, even though that's not them, they'll still take it personally, which is weird, is what I've noticed over the last year. So, like, I can make a reference. You know why? Because they're emotional. They're too yeah. emotional. Thank you. Like, yeah, don't take it personally if it's not about you yeah, as a person. Not about you, buddy. If us making fun of predator comedians upsets you, then don't say that out loud because it makes me think things about you. <laughs> ah, right. Let's yeah. talk about it. But, Try. You know, don't why be a do you take that personally? It's, why is do, it something ask inside? That question. There yeah. You go. Is there a reason why you have been triggered by that? But there that won't be go. the issue for other people. Other people will be <laughs> like, he was having a hard day and you triggered him. And I'm like, well, he didn't need to like throw shit and explode. And then it, right. and then it's like, you know what? You're being a problem because you pointed it out. Mm-hmm. You pointed out the problem to us. You're being a problem, and we don't like right. that. So that it, is what it's like being a woman in a corporate atmosphere. And I was like, I'm kind of hoping you guys will bring like different stories. I know we started it positive with the work wives and work husbands, yeah. but I, <laughs> we're going to get into get some, right back into yeah, we're yeah. going to get into like yeah. security management and, oh. and probably some MLMs. You you guys got some Mary Kay in your garages. Is that happening <laughs> yeah. yet? Yeah, happen yeah. Yet? I some accidentally, <laughs> there were so many yeah. times in my, in my early twenties, all it took was a compliment from a strange lady. And uh, yes. I would find myself in some, in some garage in, in the suburbs, just really thinking about, okay, well, I only have $37, but, but. <laughs> I should probably find, I could probably get two or three other jobs while I'm in school full time. And you know, I really think that I should invest 5000 into yes. these ex- expired lipsticks and lotions. Um, and like if I'm the number yeah. one sales 
person, I could possibly go to a sandals resort. <laughs> like, and, and, I, and, and honestly, and that's where the ego comes in because you're like, okay, well, I was the future business leaders of America president mm-hmm. in high school. So I really would be proving to Mrs. Stewart that, you know, I really made it, you know, because <laughs> being a Mary Kay rep, this would be my own business. I mean, that's what they're telling me. Yes, so right. I could, and I, and, and if I do it, it's not going to be like the other ones. Like if I do it, I'm going to be the best at it and I'm going to so have the, the pink Mary Kay car and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do great yeah. at this. So it's not going to be hard for me like it is for these <laughs> other people, you know? So that's how they do get you. Do you think yes. the woman above you, right? Cause it's pyramid scheme. Do you think she ends up just selling you the shit in her, her old garage? A hundred percent. Yes. They have to, right? That's why she I never always fully gets the did vacation. It. I almost did, y'all. I yeah, yeah. I didn't do it, but I almost did. And I'm so I'm not embarrassed to say because I'm saying it right now. But multiple meetings. I went to multiple different recruiters for different types of MLMs. Several for Mary Kay. I mean, over a good five six year span, I I I went to many of them because every time I'm like, maybe I can. Probably good. I would love to watch a show, whether it's scripted or reality Mm -hmm. show, of rehab. For, for for women who have gotten out of LMLS. Oh my gosh! I, yes, I want to see like a Lulu Row in yes. there, like in the confessional, like crying, like I didn't know, you know, like just the oils yeah. or or yeah. just see, um, yeah, you, um, what is the is it an insurance group that does the like? Are you becoming your parents? Are you becoming a boomer? And they say oh, yeah. things. And it yes. goes, no, you don't have to talk like that. It's a Liberty it's Mutual that, commercial. Yeah, yes, yeah, right. Okay. But it's for women who have become out of yes. MLMs. Yes. And it goes, it, and it's like you're you're in a target line. You don't have to you don't have to talk to this woman about be, having you your own business. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? You're, you're in the carpool line. Yes. Like you, you don't have to you don't have to compliment a woman's lashes and then turn it into a pitch. Yes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it would be. Oh, that you're be, on a girls' I don't trip. Know how don't recruit anyone. Just yes. right. enjoy right, right, the right. Just, just drink your pina sick. colada yes. and just do your best. Let's just see how long you can yes. make it without trying to recruit somebody. <laughs> right, right. You can just enjoy Thanksgiving with your family. You don't. Yes. Don't talk you can, to me. About you can send yeah, a happy. You can, yeah. you can send a happy birthday message on Facebook without <laughs> saying, "Have you ever considered being your own business owner?" Right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> it's true, though, and they get you when you're yourself? young. You're right mm-hmm. about that too. I almost joined the fucking army because some very <laughs> handsome man at a Walmart was like, "Hey, you look strong," and I was like, "Literally, no one has ever told me that in my like, life." W- but I needed to fucking hear it today. What do you need me to do? Sign where? I almost fucking joined the army, yeah. and I'm like, I, I'm not like. I'm, I don't. Th- I don't think I look strong. Let's be fucking honest. Like, I mean, Davi, you you're look so tiny. You you are like the flyer of the cheerleading pyramid. That's, you know, yes. I mean, you're not the best. If the I had talents, yeah. yeah. If I had talent and skill, then I've heard that before. So for this yeah. giant, like refrigerator looking dude, <laughs> like just broad as fuck, to tell. My little Polly Pocket ass. You look strong and like you look like you could crawl up a wall. <laughs> like in, you're well, like, in the, yes, okay. yeah. All like, right, you know what? You're that's right. What he meant. Yeah, I've, I and I almost I was like I'm absolutely yeah. That seems like a good idea. No, it wasn't. But just God, because someone so complimented funny. me, and that's why they get you yeah. when you're young. But um, because you know what? You look like you'd look great in. Um, Forest greens and beiges. That's real. You're like, I do love a neutral. I, like a yeah, little chinchilla. Yeah. Like a little, mm-hmm. like, that's my natural What habitat. we're talking about. How did you know? 
Yeah, I, I, I could see it. it yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, it's just becoming so overwhelmingly obvious, like just through this whole conversation so far that the whole get you while you're young, get you before you yeah. have boundaries, um, you know, just all our, our poor little egos. We just need mm-hmm. a compliment. Like all this, it is parallel with toxic relationship, like toxic yeah romantic relationships it's all of those all of the conversations we've had on cheaties like with people call and they're like oh it was so bad and it's like well you should have gotten out well i didn't know any better or i thought that you know i thought they were the only one i'd ever have we do that with jobs too i I thought i could change them (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. or i think it gets better or they gaslight you once you're in there like Uh, all of that i didn't think i could do better i thought this was the best i thought i had i had scored the best opportunity the the best boyfriend all the while, they're making you feel like you better do your best or you're going to lose this. You need yeah, us. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you need us. Yeah, good luck without me. Next on Davi the Scapegoat. Have you ever been so accommodating you almost committed crimes? Okay. Can I... Can I explain... Kind of. Okay. Here... How do I describe best this? I don't... <laughs> I'm going to make people terrified, what I'm about to say. Like, as a whole, as yeah. our society, as America a lot, um, they should be terrified. I somehow stumbled into the uh, security industry at major arenas, uh-huh. right? And, like, uh, stadiums. Very important, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Hear me out. Let me let Jazz me lift hands. the veil. Like, oh god. Let oh, me geez. lift the hourly employee so veil. Excited. Check out the podcast Cheaties and follow at Cheaties Podcast for more from Lace and Catherine. Like what you heard here today? Follow, subscribe, and give us five stars wherever you're listening to Davi the Scapegoat. Maybe you'll think twice before you will try.